and I'm sure Mufti Saab, it's a great day for you today, inshallah, a golden opportunity to give an Islamic perspective. One is what the judges had to say and what the world leaders had to say and what our president had to say. But I'm sure, alhamdulillah, the ummah is waiting to hear from you today that what is your view and what's your take on this decision. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Deem of this platform is yours. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma sadeem kareem. Jazakallahu khairan for making the extra sacrifice for you and your family. Allah jalla wa la reward both of you and your entire family fi dunya wal akhirah. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Zakaria. نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحلل أقدت من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم all praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 15th of Rajab, 1445. One and a half months left for the Mubarak, blessed month of Ramadan. Hence, we should be reading the following duas and supplications. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban wa balighna Ramadan. As mentioned in Mishkat Sharif, O Almighty Allah, grant us barakah blessings during these months of Rajab and Shaban and spare us for another wonderful, great, sacred month of Ramadan. Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya and remember the second dua mentioned in Hayatul Sahaba and in Kanzul Ummal. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan wa sallim Ramadan lana wa sallim hulana mutakabbala. Ya Allah, you protect and preserve us for the month of Ramadan and save Ramadan for us. There's no controversy. And Ya Allah, whatever humble effort, broken efforts we do, Ya Allah, out of your benevolence, out of your grace and mercy, accept it. Today, with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla we focus on chapter 32, Surah Alif Lam Mim Sazda, and verse number 22. Almighty Allah, Jalla poses a rhetorical question. And who can be a bigger oppressor, transgressor? Meaning these people are the biggest oppressors and transgressors. That the verses of their sustainer, nourisher, was repeated to them, the admonishment, the advices, and all this directly from Almighty Allah who created us, created the entire universe. So he alone knows what is best for us for the past, present, and future. So, مِمَّنْ ذُكِّرَ بِآيَاتِ رَبِّهِ 
But what does this masterpiece, as human being, do? But that same person who is the biggest zalim, the biggest oppressor, transgressor, he turns away from it. He says, I know better. I have intelligence. I have intellect. You look at today's parliament. You look at today's Knesset. You look at all this here. So they speak of human rights, but then they override the divine rights. They detach themselves from all the divine rights. And when you do that, that is a recipe for disaster, and that's a recipe for failure. Therefore, all these isms end up in failure. Socialism, communism, Zionism and atheism and your democracy capitalism, secularism all of them, your satanic systems, so remember that Islam teaches us that we have to fulfill divine rights and with that we fulfill the rights of creation and human rights so that is a balanced way of leading a peaceful and a life that is pure and chaste and so forth and so on so what does all Matella say? That these people who have been reminded repeatedly and yet they turn away in naminal mujrimina muntaqimun. Here we need to understand two words in na verily we Almighty Allah is one alone and unique, but he uses the royal pronoun we to stamp his majesty, authority, and sovereignty. When you study linguistics and Semitic languages, you will know that Arabic, Yiddish, Hebrew, Syriac, all this belong to Semitic languages. So it is common that a person that uses plural for respect and reverence. So here this is not a person, this is the creator of the entire universe so all Allah uses the plural as a symbol of respect and reverence and the one word that's coming in the ending muntaqimun many a time people even in the English translation remember they must translate it and must interpret it they translate it as revenge no all Allah never takes revenge revenge human being takes and so forth creation takes animals and so forth but all Allah is retribution the law of justice that is the hallmark the unique feature and unique characteristic of Islam therefore if somebody is oppressing you, somebody is usurping your rights, you speak to Allah and say Ya Muntaqimu Ya Muntaqimu Ya Muntaqimu Ya Allah, I can't take action against that person, against that organization, but you let take the retribution from them you humiliate and disgrace them, and you will see that sooner or later if you are sincere Allah Jalla Allah will show you in your lifetime besides what will happen in the year after so always take cognizance of that people sometimes must construe these verses Verily we from these criminals you read Surah Yasin this morning or you still going to read Oh you criminals how dare you go and mingle and associate with the true believers the Muslims stand one side you are guilty as charged and there are no mitigating circumstances 
and we will let the law of retribution the law of justice apply against these criminals so therefore we the Muslims the Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah believe from the inner recesses of our heart when a person enters Jannah and Paradise then it is Rahmatan wa Fadlam min Allah it is the mercy and the compassion and grace of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla and when a person enters Jahannam the hellfire then it is Adalam min Allah the justice system of Almighty Allah Jalla wala. Bismillah rahman rahim The time now is 4.27 a.m. here in South Africa. Let us go around the world, locally, nationally, internationally, with the news, views, and interviews. Bismillah rahman rahim Let us see what the ICJ said, and remember what the people and the analysts said. Thereafter, we will give you what Islam states. You must remember that. So the International Court of Justice verdict was in favor of South Africa and remember 15 judges from the 17 said there's a plausible case, remember, of genocide and the Haaretz newspaper say this is a warning shot to Israel and our Minister of Foreign Affairs, Madam Panaledi Pandor, who was the real personality who took, you know, all this effort and so forth and credit should go to her, she said that this was a decisive victory for us South Africans we brought back Palestine to center stage we know the world and the world media wanted to marginalize it and so forth Obviously, that baby Netanyahu, the war criminal, Benjamin Ney, how many babies have you murdered today, yesterday, and the day before? So you must remember that they said, and the foreign ministry states, that they are abiding by international law. Is that so? I didn't know that. Two million people you displaced. You killed already more than 26,000 people. From them, 15,000, 18,000 are women, children, babies. And remember, 90%, 80% are innocent people who got nothing to do with Hamas. Whose international law are you working with? So we need to understand this was a humiliating defeat for the Israeli Jutlas and so forth. If you ask us, you understand, from an Islamic perspective, you just have to look at the following verses in the Noble Quran to understand it. Chapter 7, verse 167. All Allah Jalla Wala states, لَيَبْعَثَنَّ عَلَيْهِمْ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ مَيَّسُومُهُمْ سُوءَ الْأَذَابِ That Almighty Allah will surely continuously punish the Jutlas, the Jews, right till the day of justice. Why? Because of their crimes. And how will Allah punish them? Su al-Adab, the worst punishment. They'll be punished by non-Muslims, Hitler and the ICJ and by others. They'll be punished by Muslims, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba radiallahu and humiliated, defeated them in Khaybar in the seventh year of the Hijrah. And Hamas will defeat them. Remember the CIA 
Go, I'll send it out today, inshallah. The CIA released a report. A victory is on the horizon for Hamas. What bigger evidence do you want than that? You must remember, Israel, you kaputs. Jutlas, I told you long time. Better go and get your second passport because it's checkmate and time to move on. Almighty Allah, you see, you look at South Africa and our currency, your one rand coin, two rand coin, five rand coin. What do you see? There's a stamp there. Either it was a tree or either some person or either something of our history. Almighty Allah uses this word two times here in this one verse. Chapter number three and verse number 112. And Almighty Allah teaches us chapter three, verse 112. Duribad alayhimu zillah and all Allah has stamped upon them the Jutlas and the Jews disgrace and humiliation so wherever they go they humiliated and disgraced remember that South Africa they'll be disgraced America they'll be disgraced Tel Aviv they'll be disgraced and the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime they'll be disgraced and then the same word is used again in the ending of the sentence waduribad alayhimu Maskana and Almighty Allah stamped upon them Maskana. They will always be in need of somebody to help them and assist them. You just remove America and the veto and so forth and then you will see. So you must remember everybody knows today is digital age. So that is why we as Muslims, this is a big, big awakening call for all of us. Always go and make peace with Almighty Allah if you want izzat and honor. Otherwise, you will end up like Saudi Arabia, like United Arab Emirates. Their leadership, 100% murtad. They are the ones who are giving financial material support to Israel and telling them, finish up Hamas and so forth. So why they fear that? Once Hamas beats the Jutlas, then they will come for them and they will want the Islamic rule. They will topple their kingdoms and their fiefdoms and so forth. We need to understand the situation at a micro level and macro level so these are the traitors of Islam and the murtads you must remember that and we need to call them out so the world should know and the Salafi scholars who are taking money from the Arab regimes remember they will be silent to you we say summum bukmun umyun fahum la yaqilun you are like that person who is deaf dumb and you are blind and you got no brains at all you have sold your soul to the devil so that is our lesson to those scholars for dollars so yes it was very good for the South Africans and remember it will remain on center stage and one of the aims and objectives of Hamas if you really understood was to torpedo remember the normalization between Israel and Saudi Arabia that's why they chose the 7th of October you should know all these things here the United States and Israel are finalizing more and more aircraft deals. They say peace, peace, but they will go and finance and give more arms and ammunition to the occupier, to the super terrorist and so forth, and they will tell you that they want more peace. Palestinians are suing Biden and remember that, so that is very, very good, and they must sue more and more people, the administration and other ministers as well. Well, Bibi 
Netanyahu is on the back foot and he says that those of our soldiers and army who have died, they are our best boys. So his opposition asks, if they are the best boys, then where is your son, baby? How come he is not in uniform and fighting there? He is sitting in some office there and answering telephone calls and so forth. So whole lot haramis, you must remember that. If you don't know what's the meaning of harami, it means a bee and a bee. An illegitimate child and put a one bee there, a big bee. So that is what it means. Israeli protesters hold up eight trucks, you must remember, to enter Gaza because they say we must release the hostages. So why must we release the hostages if you are killing our babies, our children, our men and our women and now we have the trump card and so forth so they knew exactly what they are doing Hunter and his father Biden, both of them corrupted and they are linked to more and more corruption there with Russia and they are more and more linked to the terror attacks and so forth. So remember father and son, Biden and Hunter, he's hunting for more prostitutes, the Harami. The whiteies in America say only Trump can save America, but Trump is in big trouble. Yesterday in New York, the court found him guilty and said, Mr. Donald Trump, you have to pay 83.3 million U.S. dollars as payment to Carol E. Jean, you understand? So E. Jean Carol and so forth, the writer, why? Because you tarnish and you destroy the career and reputation. Trump said, you go to hell, I'll go to another court. And you know how they play it, that you don't like this court, you just go to another court. Israel, not only you should be very worried, all those who are helping Israel in this genocide and war crimes and ethnic cleansing, and remember in crimes against humanity, that they may also be sued and may be also found guilty of genocide as accomplice and complicit in this crime. El Al, the Israeli airline. I flew on El Al from Cairo to Tel Aviv in 1989. So after the ICJ and the verdict and so forth, so El Al announced that end of March 2024, they won't be flying to South Africa. We say good riddance. Why are you waiting for end of March? Pick up now. You must remember, get out end of January, end of February. Good riddance to you, Jutlas and Haramis. The Muslim women, you must remember, these are the so-called enlightened women, the liberal women. They say that Muslim women in marriages are not protected and so forth. But if you ask them that who is giving you protection, the Western law, Quran Karim teaches us in chapter 5, verse 50, of a hukm al-jahiliyyati yabhun. Are they seeking the laws of ignorance and jahiliya? You see, when people, you must remember, want to speak, about Islam and so forth and so on but they want to look at it from the western lens and with the jaundice eye then remember they will always come to crooked results may Allah Jalla Wala guide these women lawyers and whoever else they are and they must understand that many a time they are being used by other people you must remember who have a hidden agenda Lamini Zuma, so she is now retiring from parliament and she had enough of politics, it looks like. 
ANC is facing a new revolt in the northwest province and branches there. Everybody wants to do some horse trading, you know, and they want more and more position and rank and status and so forth. Sunak woke up, you must remember, the British Prime Minister, and he was not elected. He became Prime Minister on default. So he says that those people who are protesting and they are demonstrating, remember, and shouting from the river to the sea regarding Israel and against Israel. They are useful idiots. To you, Sunak, are you not a useful idiot also? The white is going to dump you because they know what you being at the leader of the Conservative Party, their chances of victory is 1%. So they might tell you, go back to India and then you can drink your cow milk or your cow urine with your leader Modi. So remember, Sunak should be the last person to speak against the Palestinians because he and his wife have financial interest there. Go and see. Million, million dollars they are running there with the Israeli, the rogue, apartheid, terrorist, Nazi regime. Among the 17 judges, last night I came back from Benoni, 11, Kappas 11, at night I was reading. So you must remember there's a Judge Julie. You must read about uh, J.J., so Judge Julie is an African judge, you must remember, and she is, she hails from Uganda. From the 17 judges, 15 passed the verdict or so in the favor of South Africa. She, she opposed South Africa on all six provisions, remember that. You must read about her. You must remember that her own government of Uganda said they disagree with her and so forth. You, Judge Julie, I am making the statement, right? I'm alleging that you, they bribed you and they put some millions and millions of dollars in your account somewhere, somewhere offshore. What do you have to say? Are you prepared for a forensic test? Are you prepared for a certain test regarding you, your family, on any international court? How can you be such a person that everything South Africa said and you opposed it and so forth? Was there some money business and some illegal transactions taking place? We know how the Jutlas Haramis operate, you must remember that. They are a cursed nation, remember that. And not cursed for yesterday and today, they are cursed forever. And when they see that things are going to go against them, then they will always try and use some bribery and some illegal terms. Study her, remember Judge Julie. Baya Baya Khafarlak, remember a dangerous lady that is right in the hands of the Jutlas and the Haramis. And then remember Guantanamo Bay. America speaks, you must remember, of justice and peace and human rights. Where is the human rights for my brothers and them who are there in Gitmo? The hellhole, you must remember, my sister Dr. Afia is in. By their own admission, they are there for more than two decades, more than 20 years and detention without trial the shame and the stain on the American regimes and presidents so now they charge two Malaysians and both of them their names are Muhammad and they said they were guilty for the Bali bombing in 2002 and now they will have to stay there for another six years but who was the judge and the jury and so forth the military why you don't bring them to an independent court where they can have defense where you can speak 
speak and so forth. You put them there for 20 years. You psychologically torture them. Everywhere you strip them of their dignity. And you, America, come and speak about human rights and about peace and justice. Shame on you. You are the biggest super terrorist and what your illegitimate child, Israel, you haramis. Colombia recalls their ambassador from Argentina. So this is again South America, Latin America, rows and ructions there. One calling the other, you know, terrible names and so forth. So we had a wonderful, wonderful time yesterday in Benoni. Jazakumullahu khairan to all the trustees and imams in Payas Park, Monona Fayaz and everybody there. And then there in Mackenzie Park, our Bashir by Bulbulia and all the trustees and all the imams. Barakallahu fikum. And yesterday afternoon I visited my teacher, Qari Mahmoud Jibai, and he was elated, delighted. When I was leaving, he was crying, you know. He said, oh, you still remember me? I said, Ustadji, we can never forget our teachers. My teachers in Heidelberg were Imam Rabbini or Rabbini from Cape Town. Wonderful recite of the Quran Sharif. Then Qari Mahmoud Jibai. Then Molana Bax. He also passed away. Imam Rabbini also passed away. And then was Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia after Molana Bax. So our Ustads were alive. Qari Mahmoud Jibai. I'm going chronological order. And then my Honorable Ustad, by who I became Hafiz, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, Hafizullah. We can never ever forget them. So therefore, students always say I'm a student and take the du'as of your teachers take the du'as and the supplication of your parents then you will go very very far in life today our programs inshallah 7 to 9 will be Mona Khalid Yaqub and then inshallah 6 to 8 this evening will be brother Suleiman Esop and that will be the Nat Kirat and then 8 to 9 will be Mona Musa Laher's program the message and program for the youth Allah reward our Mona Musa Laher Mufti Ibrahim Smith and my Allah all our new brothers who are joining the team so we have Mufti Ibrahim Smith and we have MashaAllah Mona Ibrahim yeah, Mona Musa we have Mona Salim Karim and so many others MashaAllah Amin Templeton Allah Jalla reward all of them tomorrow Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab's program will be in Crosby in Masjid Mu'az bin Jabal and that will be after Ishraq and tomorrow morning there's no program because we have a Q&A in the afternoon that will be two and in two and four and we have to give our Mona Salim Kareem and family some leisure time some free time for the pleasure of Allah Jalla Barakallahu Fiqh Mulana you can fire up we have 25 minutes left for the Q&A Inshallah Al-Aziz yesterday when I concluded my program there Mackenzie Park beautiful Masjid Masjid Abu Bakr Siddiq I told the people learn this one dua and I'm repeating it now in time of Mustafa Rasulullah sallam, this one tribe caused a lot of harm to the Muslims remember that so Habibuna Rasulullah sallam, said hadith in Bukhari Sharif Allahumma jdud wat ataka ala mudar so we must read the same dua I'm reading it you repeat after me Allahumma jdud Allahumma jdud wat ataka 
وطعتك على اليهود الظالمين اللهم اجدود وطعتك على اليهود الظالمين الغاصبين المحتلين and you add all the attributes and adjectives اللهم اجدود وطعتك على اليهود الظالمين الغاصبين المحتلين الملؤونين يا رب العالمين Allah tighten your grip on the Zionists on the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel and remember you will see in our lifetime inshallah the apartheid regime will be dismantled and inshallah the Palestinians will run the show and Palestine will be returned to his former glory inshallah Aziz Salim Karim Alhamdulillah Mukti Saab we as South Africans called on Allah the most merciful to help us with our court case against the Zionists. And Allah Ta'ala successfully answered our prayers. Now we must all make dua to Allah and ask Allah to give our political leaders guidance and to remove all filth out of our beautiful country, to make it a pure and a blessed country to live in. MashaAllah, that's a good comment. We make dua. Allah Jalla Wala accept that person's duas. And inshallah, I still say that if you give me a chance now to stay in any Muslim country, to go and stay there permanently, or Arab country, or anywhere in the world, and you say, I must go there, I will still choose our beloved South Africa. We were born here, our families are here for over 100 years, and the freedom we enjoy here, you will not enjoy in any country in the world. This kind of programs, no Muslim country will allow you. Remember that if they allow you, they will have their chumchas and their spies and their sidekicks monitoring you and so forth. So therefore, always make shukar and be grateful that we have this beautiful, country. Yes, there is corruption, there is crime, all that we know, but look at the positive also and always read the dua and authentic hadith mentioned in Sunan Nasai, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika, oh beloved Allah, I seek your protection. Mean from zawali ni'matik, that you snatch away your ever-recurring bounties that are showering upon us so Almighty Allah must keep us like that where we can promote propagate Islam freely without fear and favor to the whole world inshallah Aziz this is a very interesting question sir my name is Natasha I want to know if you interview Netanyahu what questions will you ask him my sister Natasha, I don't know, there were two Natashas previously on the show. One Natasha was from Benoni and her husband was a lawyer. I don't know if they're still listening to us. And there was another Natasha from Natal's side and so forth. So I'm not sure if you are one of the same one or not. It's simple, you must remember, if I interview Benjamin Netanyahu, I will ask him just three questions. Number one, why are you the most hated person in Israel today? Your own Jews, leave the Palestinians out of the equation, are saying that they hate you the most and you only can garner 10%, 15%. And give me a straight answer and don't give me your lies and propaganda. You know you are a serial liar. 
So that will be my first question to him. Question number two will be that you reject, you must remember, the Palestinian state and so forth. So I'm asking you, so what alternative do you have? Is your alternative this, that you're going to have a Jewish and a democratic system for Jews only and all the Palestinians, whether they are Muslims or whether they are Christians, will be treated as second, third, fourth class? So then you will have this. You are the one who caused the problem and resistance, you must remember, will only come as a result of oppression. So that's exactly what Hamas are doing because of your unfair policies and your apartheid policy and your settler mentality. So therefore we say boldly, loudly and proudly, one settler, one bullet. We say Netanyahu, why have you got so many 20, 30, 40 guards? Just go out and face your own public, the Jutlas. What will they do with you? They will circumcise you and they'll dispatch you straight to hell. You will join Ariel Sharon and you will join Madeleine Albright there and so forth. What do you think? You think you're fooling the people? You want to delay and you want this law to, this war to continue, continue. Why? Because you know you don't want the hostages to come home and because once the hostages come home, there's a permanent ceasefire, then you know that your corruption trial will start and once your corruption trial starts you will be found guilty then you know your president could not look after his rifle he was caught on rifle on rape charges sexual charges Kadzef, and he went to jail president of israel you know all met went to eat omelets day in prison and so forth and he was guilty of corruption so therefore do you really believe the world is so stupid and they're so foolish no bb netanyahu Nay, let's call you your original name. Bibi Nay, how many babies have you murdered today? Go look at your face in the mirror and see how guilty you are. You criminal number one in the whole world. These are the three questions I will pose to him. And let's see if he can answer. <clears throat> we will say that the purposeful dance. Oftisab, did you see the video circulating about the lady performing Salah in Spark Road's Masjid? What's your take on this? Is she justified? Remember that somebody sent it to me also because I was traveling yesterday. Jazakallah khairan to our Mona Zamir Sharif Noor. MashaAllah, his son, Hafiz Ibrahim, and the driver came to pick us up, you know. 10 o'clock they were here, 11 o'clock we were in Benoni. And then our Bashir by Bulbulia, MashaAllah, he's our Jamai, he's married in my hometown. He told me his wife is my student also. So I said, MashaAllah. And then his son, MashaAllah, Ubaidullah, and our Mufti Abzal Hussein Ilyas, Rahimullah, his son, that Ismail Omar, they came to drop us last night, you know. So people, were sending me all these type of things. You must remember in Arabic we have a saying, you know, this yesterday was Friday, right? Let's say I delivered, example I'm giving, I delivered the khutbah in Arabic and everything. It's normal. There's no problem. 
but I go and deliver the khutbah, the sermon from the member, and I deliver it in Arabic or uh, sorry, not in Arabic, in English or Afrikaans or Maimon or Zulu or what. The whole South Africa, the whole world will come to know, hey, this guy did something crazy, Khalif to Uraf. So sometimes people do things, you must remember, for cheap publicity. So she says, show me one Quranic verse, show me one hadith, come I show you. Leave them to Sparks Road where the sparks were flying, whatever the case. I want to ask you, you explain to me chapter 33, verse 33. If you just ask them like that, they flat already, they don't even know. Quran says, You woman, you must stay glued in your homes. What you doing there in the masjid? Hadith of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, sahih hadith. And she wants a dalil and evidence, open targhib but targhib. Sheikh Albani said hadith un sahihun. Umme Humayda Sa'idiya, you must remember, she said, Ya Rasulullah Mustafa sallallahu sallam, I want to come inside Masjid Nabawi. I want to read Salat behind you, Ya Rasulullah or Mustafa sallallahu sallam. Mustafa sallallahu sallam in his time, in the golden era of Islam, where there was no fitna and so forth, hardly any, and this zamana, everywhere this fitna and so many trials and tribulations. The master, alayhi salam, told her, Ya Ummah you see your house has got three parts. You read Salat in the front portion, you'll get more reward than reading behind me in Masjid Nabawi. You read in the middle, your reward will increase. You read Fiqa'ari Baitik in the right back portion of your house, you will receive the optimum maximum reward. What is that telling you? Her face is open and everything and it's videoed and now it's gone viral and so forth. What does Quran Sharif states? Chapter 33, verse 59. Ya ayyuan nabi, O Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa tell your honorable wives, Wabanatik, your beloved daughters, Wanisail mu'minin, and the believing men, their women, our wives, our mothers, our daughters, our sisters, nieces, Yudanina alayhinna min jalabibihin, that they must cover their entire body and their faces. Her whole face, everything is exposed to all and sundry. So which Quran are you practicing on? So remember Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, there's a faqihu hadhil ummah. When the ladies were coming for Jumma salat and so forth, so he would go and take small, small, tiny pebbles and throw. He said, Akhiru hunna min haythu akhara hunna Allah. You go back to where Almighty Allah has put you. You are the queen of the houses. You don't come here in the masjid and so forth. So, so many dalail and evidence you must remember. But personally, I don't know the imam. I don't know the trustees. I don't know the person, the lady. But they was handled it in a better way. That is just my opinion. So, you must remember that what we should do is this. They teach and educate the people. And sometimes our men also, sometimes our women also, are used by external forces you must remember just to create fitna and turmoil and because it happened in another masjid also a similar incident and that was last year I think or two years ago so it is somebody wants to stir the pot you know and says let's fix these people up and so forth so remember this type of things I gave a fatwa five ten years ago it's haram for ladies to go to eat gar and so forth and so on they say no 
Ummi Atiyah, they even know the Rawi, the report of the Hadith, Ummi Atiyah's Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. So Imam Sufyan Sawrir, sorry, Imam Sufyan bin Uyayna, Sufyanain, there are two Sufyans, and both were contemporaries. Both had the same teachers also. One was Sufyan Thawri and one was Sufyan bin Uyayna. Imam Sufyan bin Uyayna is Al-Imam Shafi'i's teacher. Listen to the teacher and listen to the student. Al-Imam Sufyan bin Uyayna, Rahimamullah, used to say, Al-Ahadithu mudhillatun illa lil-fuqaha. An ordinary person just opens a hadith kitab, you'll be led astray unless you are a faqih, you're a jurist, you go and study by the teachers who understand Quran, Sharif, Sunnah, Mubarakah. Al-Imam Shafi'i, Rahimamullah, used to say, open Tirmidhi, Sharif, Kitabul Janais, Al-Fuqaha, wa'alamu bima'anil hadith, bimuradil hadith. So the fuqaha and jurors, they understand the greater message and, and the meaning, interpretation of the hadith and so forth. So therefore, according to my understanding of this, these are just some mischief makers trying to cause, you understand, problems in our masajid. So we must look for them really. And these women here who come or others who come, it's like a Shia coming and demanding, I want to make imamat or I want to make the khutbah or so forth. You must have it and enshrined in your constitution. No Shia, no Qadiani can be an imam, an official, a trustee, and so forth. So our constitutions must be watertight as well. Mufti Saab, this is a very humorous question. Mufti Saab, you have a very long beard. It was my first time I seen you yesterday. My question is that I can't grow a beard, so can I wear a wigged beard to emulate the sunnah? My brother, I give you three stories, anecdotes, then you will get the answer. You know we South Africans. So when we go for Hajj and Umrah, so mashallah, we got beard for 50, 55 years. How many years? No plus minus. So you must remember that. So the South Africans who shave when they come for Hajj pilgrimage, so they also, you must remember, keep like a beard, you know, like a pencil beard and so forth. Then it grows a little bit there. So this one brother, he was in our group and we used to have breakfast together, you know. So one day I look at him, I see his beard is gone, soft and sofa, he shaved. So I asked him, by who tell you what happened? He said, no, man, the wife is complaining. I said, what do you mean the wife is complaining? He said, no, that his beard, you understand, is poking her, poking the wife. So therefore he shaved it. So I asked him, only the beard is poking her. Nothing else is poking her. So he just looked down, you see. So you must know how to answer also, brother. Heidelberg, my hometown, Heidelberg. So this was long and apartheid. The two brothers both passed away, you'll understand. If you want the names, I can give you. Babu Mughalia and Muhammad Yusuf Mullah of Heidelberg. Allah grant them all genital firdos. So I used to come from Newcastle, visit my parents, visit my family. So they told me, big damalia. So I asked them, what you mean? said, no, these people are asking us questions. And we, this was in the 80s. So there's a school there, you see, for whiteies and so forth. And there in like the white township. So I said, tell them that I'll come there Sunday morning, make the time, and you can take me. So the two of them took me. Allah shukar, they both had a beard. So they wanted to know more about Hajj and so forth. So I explained to them in English and some Afrikaans and so forth. Then I opened the floor and said, ask any question that you want, you know. And you can ask in English or Afrikaans or whatever. 
So the one youngster, the whitey, he asked, who comes Almal van Yela Bartman? Who comes Almal van Yela Bartman? How come all of you guys got beards? Now you can't speak to them and tell them this is in the noble Quran or this is the Sunnah. You have to think out of the box, you know. So I said, my buta, my brur, did you ever go to Kruger National Park? Nice Kruger Park, that time was Kruger National Park. He said, yes. I say, who's the king of the jungle? He said, the leo, the lion. I say, what does the lion possess? Now he's thinking. I say, the lion has the big mane, M-A-N-E. And when you just look at it, then you start shaking already. If that lion has to just stand up, then you know there's big trouble there. Remove that mane, and then everything is gone. You must remember the fear, the awe, and all. So Allah made the king of the jungle also with one big beard. You must remember that. And I told him, come, I relate to you a story. You see, there was a newly wedded couple. So now after one year, one and a half year, the wife gave birth. Now the baby is very hungry and thirsty. He wants milk. So now he came to the father's, you understand, chest. So that lighty, that whitey shouted, it's chanuch, it's chanuch, ekfastan now. It's enough, it's enough. I understood the whole answer now. That is our distinguishing feature. You must remember that we have our beards and so forth and go and ask the Russians when they invaded Afghanistan in 1979. When I went to Moscow, when I went to St. Petersburg, I interacted with them. I said, you guys had such a powerful army, Red Army. How come you lost? He said, when the army used to come, the Taliban, the Mujahideen at that time, they used to say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, we knew we cannot beat these people. We used to see white, white people descending with hats and turbans. We say it's the angels. And he said they came with big, big beards. Everyone had a beard. We knew that definitely we are defeated. I told you, the CIA said, Israel, you're a loser. And Hamas is the winner. So what do you say? So that is what we do. Remember that we will put fear and awe in the hearts of people, despite all your added and ooded, despite all your numbers and all your equipment and military and expertise, our iman and faith is in Almighty Allah Jalla wala. we will use the arms and ammunition but our faith will be on Almighty Allah and not on the arms and ammunition so what do you say brother about the beard you want to wear a wig no wig business you must take olive oil and so forth and just rub there on your face and so forth and eat olives kulu zayt waddahinu bihi fa'innahu min shajarati mubarakah that's from a blessed tree the next year when I come back there then we see you'll be a Bartman you'll have a nice beard inshallah Isab I heard that only Maimans get married in Ramadan is this true so that they can save on expenses MashaAllah. So what are you going to say about Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha in the second year of the Hijrah after the Battle of Badr they got married? I didn't know Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidina Fatima were memons. I'm going to make all of you memons now. Read the dua with me. All of you. Allahumma, all you listeners of Radio Al-Ansar, and you must remember of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. 
Allahumma oh beloved Allah yammin kitabi yammin kitabi oh almighty Allah grant me my report my book of deeds in my right hand so once you receive your book of deeds on the right hand you have your boarding pass your boarding pass for where to enter Jannat al-Firdaus and once you have that boarding pass and you have that report in your right hand then what you become Ula'ika ashabul maimana then you become a maimun you see that Almighty Allah speaks of that in chapter 19 9-0 and verse 18 I made all of you maimuns or not but this maimun is not you speak maimun and you are born a maimun my forefathers and them came from from Porbandar and next to Porbandar one hour's drive I went there and it's called Banvar they spell it Banvad B-H-A-N-V-A-D so yeah it means Ashabul Maimana we receive our book of deeds in the right hand so people want to be funny you know the Maimans are the most generous people you Surtas and everybody else when you're building a masjid then by who you come for collection first guy go by the Maiman guy is it true or not true? Then you must speak about that, you understood? So you must remember this type of thing. Darulum, Masjid, go to Maimon guy. Maimon guy will give you a lot of money here. Yeah. So, so come tell me we keep marriage in, we keep nikah in Shawwal. I got married Shawwal. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam married Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha. Married Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha on tent of Shawwal mentioned in Mirqat, commentary of Mishkat Sharif. Allah Fazal, Allah's mercy. I also got married on 10th of Shawwal, 1399, with the grace and mercy of Allah. So, brother, you must be very careful when you talk nonsense. Mufti Saab, do you eat chappies? When My I... mommy says chappies give you a strong voice like yours. My little daughter Sabia asked this question. Do you eat chappies bubblegum? So, mashallah, Sabiha, so 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning, you're listening to us, mashallah, faliqal isbah. You see, when the night ends and the morning comes and then you just look outside. When I'm going now for Fajr, then I come back and I walk around the whole house to look for any dirt or anything and I inhale the wonderful air, you understand? It's so beautiful. You must, Then I feed the birds and everything. So, mashallah, sabiha, I'm giving you the philology history of your name. So, the morning dew, the morning in there, you know, that how you inhale that wonderful remember air and what oxygen and what have you so sabiha so that is beautiful wonderful so I used to eat a lot of chappies when I was very young but now we don't eat all these things now so now when I was young we used to eat a lot of rubbish you must remember that now we eat halal and tayyiba that which is halal lawful and pure and wholesome then that will motivate you and that will inshallah yesterday I met Moana Musa Akudi. I met Mohan Abdul Samad Daya. So Abdul Samad Daya is 80 years old, 50 years, mashallah, teaching hifstas. Allah Jalla Wala, accept all the khidmat. When you eat halal and tayyibah, Allah Jalla Wala will give you spiritual strength also. Remember, last question. Kitab is teaching as a profession for the, for the Muslim women to become apas. 100% you must remember that you have to teach our girls who's going to teach them 
Allah Jalla Wala teaches us in the Noble Quran, chapter 33, verse 34, وَذْكُرْنَ مَا يُتْلَى فِي بُيُوتِكُنَّ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ You, the honorable wives of Mustafa, Habibuna, Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what must you do? You must by heart and you must remember that the verses that are revealed in your houses and are read in your houses, مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ وَالْحِكْمَةِ and the Sunnah, Al-Imamu Shafi'i, Rahimahullah, taught us wherever the word Ayatillah is mentioned, O Kitab and so forth, and then Hikmah, it refers to the Sunnah and Nabawiyah. So there all, Allah mentions this in chapter 33 and verse 34. So first imbibe, acquire the knowledge, and then teach it. So who's going to teach our daughters, our sisters, all of them? So Sayyidah Aisha, radiallahu anha, the great teacher, so she was that honorable lady, 2,210 ahadith. She reported, narrated the greatest sheikha al-hadith, so the greatest lady in the field of fiqh and hadith and so forth. She passed away in the year 5758, and he, said Abu Huraira, the greatest sheikhul hadith, 5,374 ahadith he reported narrated then he performed the Salatul Janazah when I used to teach the students I say write down the greatest Sheikhul Hadith performed the Salatul Janazah for the greatest Sheikha Al Hadith so from there she was a Hafiza of Quran a master of the Arabic language a master of Fiqah and Tafsir and Hadith and so forth so obviously the ladies must learn and then they teach others especially the females. Our mother, Azad Aisha, is your, the lead and evidence for that. Barakallahu feek. Salah. Jazakallahu khair to you, Muslim Kareem. Jazakallahu khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.